Father, we pray even this morning, as we continue, Lord, to look into your word, as we continue, Lord, to be wisened by your word, may your Holy Spirit create in us the heart full of hunger for you, that we may be able to receive more. And Lord, open our eyes, that we may be able to look at opportunities and apply your word in our lives. We thank you, everlasting Father, for this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so today's, today's, today's sentence is, because the Lord is good, he teaches me. Okay, he teaches me is the sentence for today and is the concentration for today's. And the way we are looking at is balance. So today, we're going to look in everything that I will talk about. We are going to look at the balance that the word of God brings in our lives, that this shepherd brings in our lives, the balance. So because God is good, he teaches me. He creates the balance in my life. And I would love to ask us to... To stand a little bit, and we are going to read Psalm 23 together. Is that okay? It's just for one minute. I, I think we can do it under one minute. We are going to read from Psalm 23. There are just six verses, verse 1 and verse 2. And our concentration for today is going to be in verse 2. All right. So verse 1 up to verse 6, that's what we're going to read. So one, two, three, go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Anoint my head with oil, my cup run over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Say amen and put your hands together for Jesus. Awesome. Let us take our seat. Good. What a mass, wonderful choir we are. This morning in reading God's word, I was just paying attention to you saying, surely, just that emphasis, surely, goodness and mercy, making sure that the enemy knows and hears, you know, like that surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So wonderful. So wonderful. So today we are going to look at uh, our theme for today, or our, our, what we are going to look at is learning to learn how to rest in God's goodness. Learn how to rest in God's goodness. Remember, I talked about because God is good, he teaches me. Okay? He creates balance in my life. In his teaching, in his admonishing, in his correcting, in his leading uh, my life, my, my life to that journey, to that destiny, I have a part to do, to learn to rest in his goodness, to learn how to rest in the goodness of God. Now, our concentration today is going to come from verse 2. Of, Acts, uh, of, of, of the same scripture, uh, Psalm, Psalm, 20, Psalm, Psalm 23 and verse 2. 
where the Bible says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. That's everything that is, we are going to look at today is going to come from, from those two sentences or from that short writing. And we are going to look at the balance between green pastures and the still waters. The green pastures and the still waters and how God creates balance and what God is teaching us in this particular uh, psalm. I'll come back to that. I want us to put our fingers right on there as we go to John chapter 10 verse 11 and look at what Jesus is teaching us about being a good shepherd. He says, I am the good shepherd for the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know my voice. They know me. Just as the father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. What, what a wonderful declaration Jesus is bringing to us. He's declaring to you and me. Have you seen how many times Jesus is declaring that I am the good shepherd? I am the one that you need the most. I am the one that brings balance in your life. I am the one who teaches you, who restores your life, who leads you to the green pastures. I am the one who leads you, who makes you to lie down in green pastures. And I am the one who leads you to the still waters. Not only do I bring or, lead or make you lie down in green pastures, Jesus is saying, I am your green pastures. Isn't that wonderful? He's the word of God. He created it. It lies on him. He's the center of everything. He's the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He says, I lead you. I, I lead you to me. He's inviting you to him, to the green pastures. And then he says that, and therefore... I will lead you to the still waters. And we'll look at how Jesus promised that if you believe me, and if you follow my leadership, out of you shall come the streams of living still waters. It's so wonderful. Then he said, I, I am the shepherd. I am the, good, I'm the good shepherd. And my sheep know me. They know my voice. They know my communication skills. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, I lay down my life for the sheep. Okay? I am not like the hired hand. I am not like this guy on Peace Wake who comes and he cannot lay his life down to die for the sheep because he is a paid worker. He is hired. To do that job. When the danger comes, this man is going to run away and leave this ship, the ship in danger, and is going to leave the flock in danger. But I come. Do you know what he says in verse 10? 
of the same chapter, chapter 10, verse 10, he says the sheep, the thief comes to steal, he comes to kill, he comes to destroy. That's the verse before this. He starts with saying that the thief comes to kill, comes to steal, and he comes to destroy. But you know what Jesus says? I am come. But I come that you may have life and have it in abundance. I have come to you that you may have life and have life in abundance. That's the same psalm that Jesus is saying that he makes me to lie down in green pastures. And he leads me besides the still waters. Isn't Jesus so wonderful? Come on, let us just put our hands together for Jesus this morning. For what he has done and what he's doing in our lives. Praise the name of Jesus. Learn how to rest in the goodness of God. Learn how to rest in God's goodness. That's what we are looking at today. And in Psalm, 20, in Psalm 23 and verse 2, which is our concentration on he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside the still waters. It is still talking about the sheep that we looked at in verse 1. Uh, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not be in want. Because he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside the still waters. Showing the greatest picture of God as a good shepherd. Showing the great picture of God's sustenance, of God's provision, and God's leadership of our lives. But we have to understand one thing about the sheep. That these sheep are defenseless animals. Why do they need shepherd? They are defenseless animals. They can't run fast. They don't have teeth to bite. In, in the presence of danger, these sheep, they don't have that capacity, the, sheep, the teeth that they can bite, they have teeth to graze and, you know, and eat grass, but they can't use them to defend themselves by biting the prey or the danger, the, 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 uh, the animals that would be able to come to hunt them down. They don't have clothes, so they can't even scratch in defense. We are looking at these defenseless animals who cannot even fight or fight back or defend themselves in the face of danger. And people have made uh, extensive studies. They have said that these sheep cannot, they are not even so intelligent to take care of their own needs. In the, in the place where they want to do that, they get lost because they can't memorize or have that great memory to know where they are coming from so that they can locate the flock, so they can go back to their shepherd. It will take the shepherd to go hunting for them, to go looking out for them where they have gone missing. If this sheep remains behind, if it doesn't keep up with the flock, with the herd, it remains in danger, it gets lost. It can't even have that sense of smell, a sense of smell to be able to sense where the rest of the sheep have gone, where the flock has headed to. They can't even have that strong sense to be able to follow. So the only situation this sheep would have or this sheep would have is to get lost and get exposed to danger. Exposed to danger alone and lonely without any weapon, without any defense mechanism. That's being in so much danger indeed. 
They can get easily eaten by anything, whether strong or even some big birds can get the sheep off in the air to go and ravage them, to go and devour them. They can't defend themselves. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking about all sheep needs a shepherd. A sheep without a shepherd, it is a lost sheep. A sheep without a shepherd, it is a lost sheep. Exposed to constant danger without sense of direction. If you find a sheep alone in the forest, it is lost. It always needs to have a shepherd around it. It can't care for itself. Similarly, you and I are sheep. I like this sheep. We are God's sheep and he is our shepherd. Like a sheep without a shepherd is lost, you and I without the shepherd of our souls, we are lost. We can't even defend ourselves. We are not even more powerful than the threat around our lives. So to say, without the shepherd, we are not even more powerful than this greatest enemy that was sent on this earth. We know the, we know the enemy of our lives. Who, what is his name? He's called after so many names. He's called the devourer. He's called the accuser of, the, of those who believe in Christ. He's called Satan. He's called Magogi, Chivanda. You know those names. I like Bemba because it brings some so heavy names of the, the enemy. Magogi, you know, Shonongo. <laughs> He's got some, some pretty scary names in Bemba. Shonongo, Magogi, Chivanda. Ah. Uh, Huh? Mwansa Kavinga. You know those names. He's got those scary, heavy, heavy, heavy names. And you know that he is always in attack following those who call upon the name of Jesus. He's always in attack of those who have destiny in them and who are on the journey to a great destiny. Because God created you and me and he has put purpose in our hearts. God has put purpose in your life. And that purpose, when well done, it brings honor to the name of God. The enemy doesn't want that. He wants to destroy that purpose inside of you. So that, you, uh, so that God does not get honor from your life. If he leads you to your death, if he leads you to the dead end, he gets the glory. Because he gets to become the winner. But God is calling on you that follow me, I am your shepherd of your life. So that when you follow Jesus, he's going to lead you to the green pastures. He's going to lead you to the still waters. He's going to lead you in the ways of righteousness for his name's sake. Because we were created to bring glory and honor to God. No one is an accident. No one is a random existence or mistake on earth. God has calculated you squarely and he knows the reason for which you are created. Do you know the reason for which you exist? A sheep without a shepherd, it is lost. Who is your shepherd? Everyone wants to follow somebody or everyone follows something or somebody. Others follow music so closely. 
Others follow football so closely. Others follow fashion so closely. And you look at them, you can see fashion on them. All right? You can see it so clearly over them. Others follow people so closely such that the, the life of that person begins to reflect in them. What you follow influences you. What you follow makes you, it gives you the outer appearance and changes your behavior. What do you follow? One of the most emphasized thing or word for Jesus in the New Testament is follow me. Follow me. Jesus meets Matthew, the tax collector, the man in his office. He says, follow me. Matthew, follow me. Jesus meets Peter. He says, Peter and his brothers, Peter, follow me. I have a mission to turn you, to change you, to become the fishers of men. Your destiny is to be able to bring glory and honor to God. Follow me. Jesus meets Andrew and says, Andrew, follow me. Jesus meets Philip and say, Philip, follow me. And he is inviting you and I today and say, I am the shepherd of your life. If you follow me, I will lead you to the green pastures. If you follow me, I will lead you to the still waters. Actually, for green pastures, he said, I will make you. Because I know your tendency. You are, you are just like a sheep. You like getting lost. You don't like being content in the pastures that I've put you in. I will make you to lie down in green pastures. Not in green pasture, in green pastures. Let me go back to that before I go ahead of myself. Who are you following? Who is leading your life? If Jesus is leading your life, he has said something. You are more than conquerors because of Christ who is in you. If you are following Jesus, he said, what can separate us from the love of God? If you are following Jesus, he says, tetelestai in our mind. He says, it is finished, I have overcome. And whosoever believes in me, he shall do much more than I did. Because they receive the life that I have in them. Who do you follow? Who and what are you following? We are like sheep. Without shepherd, without a shepherd, we are lost. Without this shepherd, we cannot find the green pastures. Because we have problems. Human, the human problem, the number one or biggest human problem is called choice. Because decision making or this choice is always something that we are not good at. We make choices based on the temporal things. We make choices based on their appearance. We most of the time struggle to make everlasting choices. We struggle most of the time to make choices that will give us life in a long run. He says, if you come with me, I will lead you to the green pastures. I will lead you to these green pastures. David is bringing these things and is explaining what God is doing in his life. He says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. David is saying, he leads me beside these quiet waters. What pastures are you in this morning? 
where are you headed to this morning? I want to just bring you the fundamental truths about the goodness of God. According to that verse 2 and according to John 10.10, 10, the first one we see in him is that if you follow Jesus as your shepherd, he will make you to lie down in good, to lie down. He will make you to lie down. Jesus promises to make you lie down. That's what he says in verse 2. He says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He makes me lie down in green pastures. David is confessing that in the midst of hectic pace of life, with the pressures and stress of life, God causes him to lie down in green pastures. This is the choicest place where a sheep can graze. This is the place where a sheep is supposed to be grazing, but in that abundance, God makes him to lie down. Let me ask you a question. If you were hungry, very hungry, you know, you need food and you've been walking, you are thirsty, you are, you are hungry, and then you, from a long journey, you come home, you find the table prepared. There's a buffet full of food, different kinds. What is the first thing that your body will begin to do? It begins to salivate, isn't it? You get so ready looking at these delicacies, you want to just pounce on them and eat them. And then before you pounce on that table full of food, only to be instructed that, no, 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 let us take our time, guys. Let us rest. Let us go take a shower. Come on, go outside, play a little bit, lie down, go and catch a nap. A quick nap at least will do. When we have rested, then we'll come to eat. What would you do? I only know what kids would do. Kids would cry to the top of their voice. Because that temptation is too heavy to bear. I know what others would do. You are not in this house. But those who are not here, what they would do is when we all go to take a shower, they will come back and get at least a drumstick with it. That's a real temptation, right? Like, no, no, let me just get even a few grapes with me. But you have been told to lie down <laughs> and wait patiently because there isn't scarcity, there is plenty. There is abundance. Lie down, rest. There is more where this came from. And you know that that's, that's the temptation that we have. Most of the time when God has promised us and has promised the richness of his provision for our lives. Do you know sometimes we feel like it's not good enough. We begin to look to other pastors. We don't learn to rest in the presence of God. We don't learn to rest in the goodness of God. We, it's not like it's not good enough. We always have temptation to run to so many things. God is asking you and I to lay down in his green pastures. To lay down in his green pastures. This life can be so troublesome, ladies and gentlemen. In this time we are in, we have economical crisis. We have environmental health crisis. We have so many things are not well. The economies of this world are collapsing. This world, the systems are collapsing. So many things. Medicine has failed us. 
Economy has failed us. So many, we are failed by so many things, and our minds could be so troubled by the loss of job, by sicknesses, by so many things. We are probably so much troubled. But God is promising us, come and lie down in my green pastures. And the Bible talks about the word of God to be the green pastures in which we can lay down and rest. You know, the psalmist is not talking about the green pasture. He's talking about the green pastures where we can come and rest. The green pastures can be understood to present the word of God, much like grass. The scripture is full of living nutrients and nourishment for our soul. The word of God is full of nutrients and nourishment for your and my soul. If we lie down in them. If we lay down our lives in the word of God, these lush medias uh, of biblical truths and the vibrancy and just that, uh, the invitation to eat, never withered. It's so green, never velted. It is so green. It will never water. It's never withered. It is evergreen. The evergreen grasses can be found in the presence of God. The word of God is in season and out of season. It does not change. It is true in every nature. When you are rich in the word of God, your life will be rich indeed. Come and lay down. Come and lie down in the green pastures of God. He's inviting me. You and I follow me. Come, I am your shepherd. I'm leading you to these green pastures. I want to satisfy your needs in these green pastures. Oh, I love it how God made David to lie down in these green pastures. And this brought accomplishment to his troubles, internal and external troubles. The green pastures of God's word brings provision to our external troubles and external needs. And it also satisfies our internal needs. Green pastures. The second truth is that because God is a good shepherd, he creates my hunger. You know what God does? The shepherd, we're looking at this shepherd, they have traveled from afar off. They have traveled miles to come to these green pastures, right? He has created and prepared hunger for them. And then you know what God will do? In the plenty of grasses, in the plenty, it's like wherever the sheep lies down, there is enough to graze. Wherever the sheep lies down, there's plenty to satisfy them. Do not be troubled by the cares of this life. Be content with what God has for you. Because he has provision to cater both for your internal and your external needs. The food for your soul and the food for your body. God, he gives us our daily bread. His words have got richness and nutri nutrients to be able to satisfy and to be able to build us inside out. How much time do you spend in his green pastures? I mean the word of God. How much time do you spend? We are good at listening to news. We can listen to it for many hours. We can read magazines. We can read football. We can even put our tickets on betting and all those things. And so just be there. But how much time do we build our spiritual lives? God is inviting you to lie down in green pastures. Lying down takes patience, right? It takes patience. It takes discipline. 
some people like us, like myself, you give me a leave or a sick leave. <laughs> I remember Lina always would call me sometime like, I want to make sure you are resting some years back. Whenever I am on off for something, I find something to do always. I can't just lie down. I find it difficult physically to just be there not doing anything. I always find time to, to do something, something else, even when I am resting. I, you know, now spiritually, if you, are, you have that unrestness, you have restlessness, you, you cannot rest in you. You know, like you are so troubled in you, you cannot be healthy if you are full of trouble inside of you. Most sicknesses and diseases come as a result of being so troubled for a long period of time. Your body, your life cannot bear it anymore and develop so many complications to your body. And God wants us to avoid that. He's calling us to lie down. It calls also for trust that as I lie down here, there's somebody protecting me, my surrounding, my territory. I am not vulnerable and I'm not exposed to danger because God is my shepherd. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In Deuteronomy, do you know what Deuteronomy 8.3 says? Jesus says this, and Jesus quotes David, the man of God. David says, he humbled you, causing you to hunger, and then feeding you with manna, which neither you nor your ancestors had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but, <laughs> I love this, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. That's what Jesus quotes in his speech to the devil. Man shall not live by bread alone, Satan. Listen, you enemy, man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that comes from the mouth of God. But before that bread comes, what does God do? He causes me, he humbles me, he makes me to lie down. And what does he do? He creates hunger in me. After creating hunger, he feeds me with green pastures. He feeds me. He fulfills. He satisfies my soul. If you trust God, you will never be angry. If you trust God, you will never be empty. If you trust God, your life will be full of joy and happiness because it comes from the Holy Spirit. The other fundamental truth is that he feeds me his word. Now, he has created hunger in me. And you know what? He has provided for my hunger with his word. He provides me in the green pastures. He has taken me on a journey. He makes me to lie down. He, you know, he creates hunger. And he feeds me with the green pastures, with the plenty of pastures. In the Bible, there are pastures to fulfill whatever need you have inside out. The word of God is so rich to build you up. I pray that today you decide to fill your inner person with the word of God. That's the balance God brings in our lives. God needs to make some people lie down. We are so troubled. Even when God has got us, we are so troubled. We like looking everywhere. And as we look all over and everywhere, trouble comes. We like comparing our lives to others. Many times, 
even though the Bible says, count your blessings, name them one by one and see what the Lord has done. We cannot even, when we begin, we cannot even count because we are so, we are so dissatisfied with so many things. This world does not bring satisfaction. Satisfaction is not in this world. Satisfaction is not in what you acquire. Satisfaction is not in the material possessions because even somebody who has trillions of dollars or pounds, if you ask them, what do you need to succeed in business? They will tell you that I need just maybe 10 million pounds more in order for me to be more successful. There's never satisfaction in this world, ladies and gentlemen. That real satisfaction is the satisfaction of your soul. And where do you find food for your soul? You find them in the word of God. You find them in the word of God. I like what God says in Psalm 1, 1. Psalm 1 verse 1 to 6, he says, look, listen to what it says. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with who? The wicked, or stands in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by the streams of waters, which yields its fruits in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Satisfaction, fulfillment comes from meditating and being so enriched with the word of God. Not in the world. Not in the ways of sinners. Not in the ways of scornful and mockers. All these things we see are so temporal. If you feed your soul, you have peace in this life. Jesus says that you have so much plenty and abundance in this life and in the life to come but with trouble. Because this world is so troubled. God, he feeds us with his word. And what, does, what else does he do? He is leading me. Can you hear God leading you? Can you hear God leading you? Can you see him leading you? Where is God leading you? The question is, are you following the leading of God? Who is leading you? I told you, a sheep without a shepherd is a lost sheep. And I also told you the truth is that all of us are being led by something or somebody who is leading you. But we have an invitation is inviting you. Come, follow me. I want to lead you to green pastures. Come, follow me. Come, follow me. And the last thing, the last fundamental truth is that when you follow God, he will give you peace. Shalom of God. He says, peace I live with you. Peace I give you. Not as the world does, but I give you peace from heaven. Do not be troubled. Peace I live with you. Is your life full of trouble? Just follow Jesus and his peace will so dwell inside of you richly. His peace will give you sense of direction. His peace will give you calmness. It will make you lie down in green pastures. He will lead you to the still waters. The, the green pastures symbolizes spiritually the word of God. And the still waters, it is the peace of God that the Holy Spirit brings in us. In many times, Jesus says that out of you shall flow the rivers of living waters. 
It is the Holy Spirit who is in you, who will make you to be fruitful, who will make you to be productive, and who will make you to become as you move. The presence of God will be with you always. Jesus is inviting you and I today, follow me. Follow me, because I'm leading somewhere. Follow me, I'm leading somewhere. On this side of life, church, there are turbulent circumstances, raging storms, trouble, sicknesses and diseases. But on the inside, even though those things happen on the inside, we may know that the peace that surpasses human understanding is our portion. Peace, I live with you. I have two important questions for you today. I want you to pause and give careful thought about them. The first question is, are you feeding on the word of God? Are you feeding on the pastures, on the green pastures of God? How often do you take time in your week to feed on God's word? Right now, it's been made easy. You can read it. You can listen to it. We listen to music. Why not take deliberate act and listen to the Bible? There are audio apps that can read the Bible to you. If you doze when reading it. If you can, if you are a reader like myself, why not take time to read the word of God? Because it will make you rich in your inner soul. It will give you wisdom. To decide on the issues of life. It will give you understanding to deal with the pressures of this life. The word of God brings balance. The, God is, the Lord is good because he teaches me. Are you reading? Are you feeding on the word of God? The second question is, are you following the leading of God? Are you reading and are you following Jesus? Maybe you may look inside of you and you realize that, oh man, I am not following Christ. It's been long. I've been taken. I am in so many pastures that are not God's pastures. Maybe I've left my shepherd. My life, it, from the way things are, you know, we can wait. We can judge in ourselves. No, 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 I'm not following the shepherd. My life is not with the shepherd. I'm not in the pasture. I need the shepherd. It's not too late. He's inviting you. He's inviting you. I want you to pause just for a minute. As we listen to the song on Psalm 23. But I just want you to pause a little bit. If you can close your eyes. And think about these two questions. Are you feeding on the word of God? Are you following the leading of God? Thank you, Jesus. Jesus.